Once again, and as always, good evening. Tonight's episode is one of those instant classics that tackles sports. Sports, as we all know, are America's pastime. So this one is bound to be a transnational family favorite. Speaking of trans transnational international transnational families yes we used to always play the sport of catch my father and I we became a transnational family as the saying goes of course because uh, after losing his first and only game to me uh, my father booked it to Nevada and never looked back goes to show how risky the business of winning really is. And that's exactly what tonight's episode is all about. When horses have to outrun other horses, but when it's their riders who end up standing on the podium of victory. Those podiums may appear just the slightest bit slanted. All right, but really, isn't it strange that the people riding the horses get the medals, but the horses get nothing? I mean, it's the animals doing all the work. What in the world are people congratulating the jockeys for? Hallway. Well, I'm the only one here, is the thing. You? You're in charge, you thin, pale, mop-wielding, mop-headed servant. Don't make me laugh. Under absolutely no circumstances, or I'll choke on my cigar. You want a fat, well-dressed woman slipping around and dying on the floor you just cleaned? Do you know how disgusting my death will be when it inevitably happens? I don't think so. Who's in charge? Well... I'm the only one here, is the thing. All right, boy, well, in charge or out of it, my fancy blue jaguar is absolutely out of gas. I rolled here downhill from off the highway. I need that tank filled up stat. It's a derby day today, and derby day is betting day. Sure, I can fill you up. Let me just wipe this soap from my hands. And wipe that grim look off your face while you're at it. Your visible despair is making me emotional. And if there's one thing I despise more than laughing, it's crying. Yes, ma'am. Say, your name tag, Alfred Crump? Any relation to, uh... Yes, you've guessed correctly. My brother is Wilbur Crump. And before you start, I'm sure you'll tell me how fast he is. I was going to do that, actually. And then you'll tell me how, how talented he is. Verbatim. I was going to say that verbatim. And I'm sure you'll tell me how much better he is than I am. How in the world did you know I was going to say all that? You're a nobody, not a clairvoyant. You know, I have quite a lot of money staked on the fella. Quite a lot. Sure. He's the best. Betting on him is as good as betting on his horse. So is my car ready? Well, no. You've been talking. I haven't gotten a chance to step outside quite yet. All right, well, I don't have time for this. Gas or no gas, I'm getting me to that racetrack. 
Oh, shucks. I didn't even realize how much she was pacing around until I just now saw all the footprints she left on my floor. Oh, she sweat right through her cowboy boots. Always something about Wilbur. It should be me on that track, not him. I should have been the jockey of the family. If only I had chosen the plump young horse as my Christmas gift instead of this bag of marbles I still have, mind you. Perhaps things would have been different. Well, you know what? No more. If I can't race, maybe Wilbur shouldn't be able to race neither. That's it. This year, I'm going to get him disqualified from the derby. Okay. Well, I have intent. All I need now is a plan. Well, I'll be a pig's whistle. Is that Big Mama Mama Duke? To whom do I owe the pleasure? Big Mama Mama Duke. Ah. And how's work been? Well, Sonny, you know how mob life is. Between all the extorting and murdering, I barely have time to see my family. But somebody's got to pay the bills, and ever since I strangled my husband, it looks like it's got to be me. What? Your husband's dead? I thought you were just frustrated because he wasn't coming home in time. That's not what late husband means, child. Well, I'll be damned. You'll probably be fine, Wilbur. You're not a very sinful man. Anywho, how's the race looking? If I win this year, I'll have conquered the decade. Well, that's good to hear, Wilbur. The sons of Kentucky and I are trying to get our foothold in government. But it costs quite a lot of money to buy yourself into mayorship. I'm going all in. I bet all the mob's funds on you today, so don't go doing anything stupid like losing out there. Well, Miss Marmaduke, I'd never do that. You know, I, I ain't no dumb. <laughs> I can read and write. What a long night it's been. The longest, actually. It is the winter solstice, after all. Weird time for the derby to happen. Yeah, mishap. The stadium was booked the rest of the year for various synchronized swimming championships. There's more than one swimming championship. Good evening, stable guardsman. Hey, watch it. You don't know what you're talking about. We could be crazy. Yes, we have guns we don't know how to use. Well, no need to be antsy, gentlemen. I'm just a regular jumpsuit-wearing, monkey-wrench-carrying horse mechanic. And it seems, from the look of it, your big nose is attached to both your round glasses and your mustache. Horrible birth defect. It is indeed. And for that, I am truly sorry. Though I'm glad you were able to find a profession in which you can work with animals who can't judge you for your atrocious, repulsive appearance. You know, that one actually got me a bit. Ne- never mind. If if you lads don't mind letting me into that stable here, I just need to give the horse a quick tune-up before the race is underway. A tune-up? But it's two in the morning. I, yeah, I was caught in traffic over there, yeah? But you arrived on foot. You can walk on a highway, you know. I suppose that's true. So, uh, can I go inside? Well... On a normal night, I would say no. But it is the winter solstice, which is naturally a time of mysterious occurrences. Think I speak for both myself and guard number two 
when I say I would be happy to facilitate a mysterious occurrence tonight. Oh, for sure. Go on ahead. Thank you, boys. All right, now, I should be relatively quiet so I don't wake the fellas. I just need to find my brother's horse. No, that's Great Gatsby over there. This sign says Anna Karenina. Ah, ah, there! The polka-dotted mare! Portrait of the artist is a young man! There, there, girl! There, there! Let me just climb on in. Oh, don't worry about these scissors I've got. Pay attention to this carrot instead. There, there! Good girl! Now, let me just unlock this. Just gotta cut your brake line, girl, that's all! Whoa! 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 Portrait of the artist is a young man! Calm down! Hey! What's going on there? Nothing! Don't come in! You're not allowed unless I invite you! Oh, shucks. Please! No! Okay, I'm sorry about that. Carry on! Phew, that was close. I better jet. And it looks like the paddock judge has given the riders out. Gentlemen of all shapes and sizes mount their rather indistinguishable stage. I don't know about you folks, but every horse looks the same to me. Brace yourselves, for much like in war, a gun will be used in order to indicate the start of the most exciting two minutes in sports. It's just sports, 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 it's just, it's just, it's just sports and you will be okay, and they're off. In the first second, everyone is expectedly neck and neck. The gates open, the riders rush to the track like cannonballs. It looks like Han Dynasty has overtaken the continent of China and Mother's Image has gained a significant lead over the unconscious mind. The unconscious mind. A horse name for that which holds back all that we wish to keep secret from ourselves. Things we don't want to remember. Is there blood still there between the floorboards? Or did it ever stop flowing, running through my every thought and action? Did their souls somehow attach themselves to me? Am I literally haunted by my past? Who is that old woman screaming at me in Japanese every time I close my eyes? It was a mistake, a mistake. We didn't know. The intel was no good. But it is no surprise that Portrait of the Artist is a young man is lengths ahead of everyone else. Oh no, but what's this? There isn't a single soldier in the house, just children. So many small, scared children. But we've already started and we can't stop the process now. The hood of Wilbur Crump's warhorse seems to be exuding a bit of smoke. Nothing to worry about quite yet. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. The flames will carry away the evidence. It was a mistake, but a mistake which time and I will someday forget. Someday. 
Here he comes at the first of the two gentle curves that appear on the track. What's this? Private Berman is quite the shutterbug. Who is he taking those photos for? Can't let those get out. Portrait of the artist's young man doesn't seem to be slowing down on the turn. Crump is panicking, the horse is barreling straight ahead. Crump's hitting the brakes, nothing. Emergency brakes, nothing. Has he tried the eject button? Nothing. Oh no, the horror. Portrait of the artist is a young man, veers toward the walls of the stadium. The other racers are going on as if nothing is happening. Oh no, oh no, oh no. our own left him drenched in a half gallon of gasoline let's hope it's enough how's about that listeners you thought this story was going to begin and end at sports but it seems like the writer's room threw a little bit of a biblical curveball at you hmm i insisted they do that of course they wanted to talk about the kentucky derby its history you know, reference old winners, talk about the significance of the rose, its importance as part of the Triple Crown, discuss the process of horse breeding, and other similarly uninteresting aspects of sport. But thank God I stopped them. Yes, I said, how about two brothers? Mm, brothers feuding? Fighting, even. Vying for power through the carnage of filial slaughter. That's pretty good, no? My arms don't bend very well. But if they did, you better believe I'd be patting myself on the back for this one. It would certainly be worth the broken ribs. Good evening, boy. Hello, Father Rambrot. What can I do for you? A car full of gas. And quick, I have an appointment with the boss tonight. No problem at all. You're looking rather well-dressed. I was at the Derby. Traded the cassock for this ragtime pianist outfit. And three purportedly magic beans. I suppose my brother won again. I wouldn't know. TV's broken. But I would like to know. I believe your brother did indeed win. Drat! Yes, unfortunately. Equus Cabalus came in first with his black stallion, Harsey. By Jove! That's not my brother! Relax with the blasphemy, boy. Who's your brother, then? Wilbur Crump! Wilbur Crump? My boy. There was a horrible accident. What do you mean? I mean a tragedy has passed. No! No! What was the accident? Like I've been saying, what it was, was awful. Well, that sure sounds pretty bad. Oh, yes. There is not a better word for this sort of thing than bad. Crump had the lead, see? But something went wrong with his horse. Mechanically speaking, of course. And he crashed into the Louisville clock. Thirteen spectators, a hunchback, and Crump were crushed to death. Oh my god! But, 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 but they let him race with a faulty brake line. Don't they, don't they check those things before the race? 
He should have just been disqualified for not passing horse inspection. Not, 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 not this. Oh, no, no, no. He was certainly disqualified. But he was also... killed. Oh, my goodness gracious. It can't be. Oh, no, I... I meant to inconvenience my brother temporarily, not permanently. The horse? Perfectly fine. The airbags were working just right. I guess that's good. But but what am I going to do? Well, you know, some priests are fairly strong advocates for confession. What? Well, it's pretty wild, actually. You just explain what you did wrong, and as long as you say what it was, you get away with it scot-free. I've committed unimaginable crimes. But thanks to confession, some would say I'm pure as a fresh babe. Yeah, well, well, okay, but, but, but who do I confess to? If you're Protestant like me, you wouldn't confess at all, because confession was part of the many things which led to the divergence in the church, led by Martin Luther. However, if you're a filthy, God-hating Catholic, if you're a papist who spits on the Lord... Just walk into a confessional booth, speak to some guy who has had some oil sprayed over him. So, are you a Catholic or a Protestant? I'm an atheist, sir. Ah, so you would confess to the police then? You're right, Father. I'll confess. I'm going to confess to the police. All right. Well, it seems my work here is done. I suppose I'll be on my way. Or I'll be late for that meeting. But, sir, I, I, I never put any gas in your car. Where I'm going, sonny, I don't need gas. <laughs> it's hard a life away, baby. Oh, the big day is almost upon us. Now, with enough funds in my wallet, the sons of Kentucky will finally be able to attain a political post in this state. What's next? I don't know. Maybe I'll try to conquer Minnesota. You know, I really hadn't thought about it before, but I really am like Genghis Khan. Emulate your heroes. Maybe I should wear more furs? Big Mama! Mint Julep, my right-hand man, what good news do you bring? No good news, I'm afraid. What are you afraid of? Lots of things. Spiders, the dark, uncontrollable addictions. But mostly this bad news I've got burdened with. Well, out with it. No, I didn't mean leave. Tell me what happened. Wilbur Crump's horse malfunctioned, and the Louisville clock crushed him. And also 14 other unnamed innocents, and my wife the hunchback. I'm sure this story has already been summarized countless times in countless ways. By God! Well, the 14 I can do without, but if Wilbur Crump is dead, that means I've lost the bet. Oh, man, I went all in. The mob's out of money. We're done for. We can't run a mob without money. Big mama. But what are we going to do? We're going to flee to Mexico, Mint. Mexico, the land of azure waters and friendly-looking Pueblo houses where the sun always shines and the world is at peace. Say, we could even have our own little innocent corn farm, or a little innocent cocoa plant farm, or a little innocent yucca farm, and spend the rest of our days, uh, tilling our good soil. Oh, but how sad it will be to leave this exciting life behind. It's such a shame it will be impossible. 
as but poor farmers to reignite a life of crime. Yes, it will be sad, Minty, but perhaps with hope in our hearts, we can somehow turn the harmless cocoa plant into an avenue for crime. If we're lucky. Pack my bags, Mint. You don't have any bags. Well, you can just stuff all my clothes in a tire, can't you? And make a puppy swallow my socks. Oh my goodness, a monk. Nope, 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 not a monk. I'm just dressed in this robe because I'm cold and penitent. My name is Alfred Crump. And uh, I'm Officer Policeman. I'm here to confess. Uh, confess to what, buddy? What are you, what are you talking about? Confess to murder. Murder? I can't believe this. I'm sorry, but an offense like that goes straight to the top. And by that I mean the mayor. Uh, he's up on the top floor, but his window should be open. Uh, mayor Robinson? Mayor? Mayor Robinson? You called? Y- yeah, this fellow, if you can believe it, you heard about this, where about this, uh, this guy, this fellow says that he, uh, that he murdered somebody, yeah. Somebody important. Let me, let, let me ask. Was it, uh, somebody important, or? My brother. He said his brother, if you can believe that. You heard about this? What about this? Guy killed his brother? So, no. I suppose not, no. You're free to go. Thank you for your confession. What? That can't be. Don't you lock people up for this kind of stuff? Or or, or worse, send them to the electric chair. Oh, sure, lots of times you do. But usually this county only sends people to the electric chair if they're, you know, unlikable. You seem like an unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, likable fellow. That makes sense. You know, heard about this, right about this? But I killed Wilbur Crump, the famous horse jockey. Oh, oh, hold on, hold your racehorses here for a second there. Wait, wait, did he say he killed Wilbur Crump? Yes, yes. Strike me down. Punish me. I am a criminal. My boy, au contraire. You are a, a hero and you don't even know it. Hold, hold, hold on, hold my dammies. I'm going to come right downstairs real fast. boy. Though, though you may have murdered Mr. Crump, you also inadvertently caused the sons of Kentucky to go bankrupt. What is your job? I'm a gas station attendant. Alright, so you're sort of townie. Well, you wouldn't know much about politics, but, but the sons of Kentucky have been vying for political office for quite some time. They control almost every other aspect of town. The parks, the businesses, the public pool at which they refuse to place a lifeguard. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is they bet all their money on Wilbur. 
And now, <laughs> now they don't have anything. Well, they are as good as gone. So what does that mean? <laughs> Safe Kentucky, buckaroo. And better yet, you'll be a gas station attendant no more. Now, I don't, I don't really feel like walking all the way back up to my office, so consider me retired. What's your name? Alfred Crump. Alfred Crump? I pronounce you my year of Kentucky. Enjoy your new life of unimaginable power. Oh, well, well, I, I don't know what to say. Don't worry about saying anything at all, kid. Congratulations, okay? All right, good for you. Hey, I guess coming clean really is the only thing that matters in the end. <laughs> Father Ramrod was right. I suppose it's about time I got a promotion. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. You heard about this? You you heard about this? What's that? You heard? What's that massive uh, shadowy form coming towards the, the the office building? It looks like some kind of of creature, a non-human horse-like creature. No, no, it can't be. Portrait of the artist is a young man with. With a, a revolver. <coughs> and so the story of our Cain and our Abel. Abel as in the biblical Abel, not Abel as in those who can, is interrupted by a third character. Surprising? I should hope so. That's what I do. I take a classic and I turn it on its head. That's where genius comes from. Not from imagining, but from re-imagining. So the horse obviously becomes mayor in the end. I had three more scenes written, but they told me we didn't have time. Anyway, next week join us for the story of a boy whose army of toy soldiers becomes sentient and demands the boy help them in figuring out how to apply for toy soldier pensions. However, on their way to the Bureau, they are stopped by another army of toy soldiers, led by a giant. And then, the boy, who's leading the soldiers, is, is also a poor shepherd, but with a good heart. And so he throws a stone, and it kills the largest of the other soldiers, and so they all just leave. And that boy goes on to be King of the Jews. And from his line shall come the Messiah, the Anointed One, for those of you who don't speak Hebrew. I bet you can't guess where we got that story from. Good night, and pleasant nightmares. <laughs>